वेलकम टू न्यूज लॉन्ड्री पॉडकास्ट दिस इज एन एल हफ्ता वेलकम टू न्यूज लॉन्ड्री हफ्ता वे गोइंग टू डिस्कस वॉट्स बीन हैपनिंग टूडे द न्यूज आर ओपिनियन एंड हाउ इट्स बीन कवर्ड on the te- television channels as well as the newspapers and magazines so we have with us abhinandan sikri to my left uh, ranjan krasta hey. aruna sakya and manisha hey. pande hello and me madhutreya okay so i think the first thing we should discuss is been top of the news yesterday and today is arvind kejriwal's win in new delhi and uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not a win yet it's almost a win almost a win, almost a win. all right um my opinion on that is that if he wins when he wins he should remember that it is not he shouldn't take it he shouldn't take his win personally it's not about him it is the zyakist the mahol the mood of the world right now because he's won because that's what people are looking at not because of arvind kejriwal if you compare if you look all around the world you have occupy in new york you have the riots in england you have syria you have uh, egypt the hong kong and our own in in india we've had many many such uh, people on the street protesting many in different incidents for the lokpal bill for anti corruption against rape all these kind of things and i think that's what wh- where it zeroes down to i would recommend this article to everybody written by kumkum das gupta in hindustan times of uh, february 9 in which she describes how the how the davos uh, businessman and top industrialist had to listen to oxfam in which they made a presentation that 1% of the world owns 48% of the wealth and i think that is what is happening the inequality is now beginning to great people are not willing to take this inequality anymore 1% of the world cannot own 48% of the of the wealth of the world and this redistribution is it's why it's a class thing you think it's, it's a, a class, class thing it's a financial thing it's it's poverty so it's it, really not like, class so it's poverty even, even the greece exactly so that. it's not arvin arvin should be very careful to th- and not get excited about the fact that he as a person is one he has plugged into the zetkist the the emotion of people that they absolutely so are you predicting a worldwide revolution like the I'm, i'm predicting no i'm predicting that there will be from as i said said like it, we were in tribes then with warlords then monarchs and uh, then it came to dictatorships and state dictatorships and many different forms of democracy and evolved democracies and bad democracies and now i think we're at the cusp where we will have to change evolve to the next level mm. which means that the wealthy have to get used to sharing or, or giving more taxes less, yeah i mean giving uh, more taxes but in india i think that kind of equality has to come otherwise there will be dire consequences and even the woman uh, what's her name uh, christina lagarde of mm. uh, the uh, uh, imf the most conservative <laughs> capitalist organization ever mm. even she said that unless we take care of the people who are suffering who are poor we will capitalism will not work so they it has so, to work so they I, have to do this so i think there is this class thing on this i just think everyone who covers economics should definitely read uh, thomas piketty's book <clears throat> where he has such amazing data to show how wealth distribution has Im- politics has impacted wealth distribution and vice versa but just one little criticism to the point you know much as i am thrilled about arvin's victory i would say if i wasn't a delhi resident i'd be really pissed off over the last 4 days 
it's one bloody state with 1.2 crore people or 3 crore whatever it is it was getting 20 imagine if you're a hyderabad resident nothing else happened in the country for the last 3 days on every channel eight But channels that's... 24 hours we are our, our jo- I, mean, i think our press is extremely insular think about that extremely no would that do that let's say for go election also also But i think, I think uh, the rest of the country But is it is the capital i mean it is the capital besides and I it's think... also exciting because it's the bjp and arvin kejriwal and it's a david and goliath situation it's powerful against a little mouse and that's what makes the story it's also about the emergence of a new kind of politics and this is kind of you see whether it's going to happen in delhi or not so you have a lot of other people in the country who are interested in knowing what's happening what's going to happen for delhi elections exactly there are a lot of people from bombay i think i want to i, I want to ask madhu something I, i think it's very it's all very romantic to say that this is the uh, you know this is a revolution happening across the world but uh, for example you know i mean no i didn't say this it's no, happening I, I, i'm saying we're at the cusp of change you said that capitalism it'll happen after i die no, no. but it's at the cusp of change but let's 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 i think we all admit that you know arvind kejriwal's you know and his policies are to a large extent very socialist you know but we saw what happened in europe you know for example greece you know they overspent they they, they overspent on pension benefits but he's benefits. denied being socialist he said it over and over again but he says i'm pro business but giving free water subsidized electricity is socialist i don't know what else is socialist you know he's giving 200 liters of free water which which but he's pro business 20000 liters he is pro business he hasn't proved anything he hasn't done anything to prove no, that he no he hasn't proved anything my but he hasn't is, done anything to prove that he's socialist either he this is free water no but that's not by itself it is it is a uh, that particular policy intervention what i'm saying is that i think in today's news sorry after this i think ranjan should come in he hasn't said anything yet that you cannot say someone is socialist communist capitalist on the base of one policy intervention i personally think that is really foolhardy anywhere in the world like after the uh, great depression the new deal what was that so the, so america became socialist No, of course not. So then, one policy intervention doesn't define your ism. I don't think we live in the world of ism. But I think uh, very clearly he, this, this time around, he has to get off just making allegations about corruption and this and that. He has to get off that trip. The uh, the agitational protesting on the streets. I don't think Delhi wants to see that. They want to see a state which is working with electricity for. I I would say his. first priority should be schools for every kid in 5 years there shouldn't be a child in delhi who does not go to school hmm. um and take I, over the hospitals i was actually meaning wait. the safdar jang and all india not all the hospitals that's in haryana no i was actually uh, going to agree with abhinandan on his point earlier about um, the coverage that the delhi election has got uh, while it can be argued that you know it's it's a fantastic story and this is the capital Uh, I think it has more to do with the sex appeal, so to speak, of the news. Um, all the mudslinging, all the controversy, all the defections. Um, it clearly seems that the choice of what is broadcast by news is governed more by TRPs rather than by the utility of it to. Does TRP also access? Everyone's in Delhi, so yeah. I'm sure you know a Goa election would have a lot of TRPs. Imagine a you know a huge set on the beach with lights and mudslinging happening there. But dude, you don't have like twenty Obi Wan's there. So I just think it's an economic decision. And if I were a non-Delhi resident, I'd be pissed off. Okay, just some, some news that has just come in. Uh, an alert that the Bombay High Court restrains Maharashtra government from taking action against ex-editor of Urdu Daily, Shirin Dalvi. Well done. Oh great! Thank you. You did that story. Yes. Yeah. You did that story. Yeah, I'm that really great. They have taken that decision. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what this would mean for her professionally because I don't know if she's going to get another job in any other Urdu daily. 
the damage in some ways has been done but this comes as a relief because at least she wouldn't have to at least she can go back home and she'll have to she can take a breather on fighting all those FIRs and cases but uh, i don't know professionally i think it's it's going to be really tough for her yeah you get branded yeah a, you get branded and and in many ways that news was very important but the aib rose thing was happening at the same time mm -hmm. and that got completely what is your, everybody's opinion on the roast in fact um so i did a story on the roast uh, after they took it down off youtube and i thought it was an attack on freedom of speech uh since then things have actually gotten worse um if you ask me because aib first ended an apology and the apology was fairly tongue in cheek so you sort of felt that you know despite them having to tender this apology clearly they made their point they were still standing <laughs> up for freedom of speech today they posted pictures of them having a cup of tea with um i don't know priests and members of the archdiocese in mumbai to say that they've explained themselves and apologized for causing offense and to me that just sets a terrible precedent i mean it puts them on a very slippery slope now um does this now mean that you've lost time? respect exactly i've i've lost a lot of respect for for their cause as so i think it's very difficult to believe that they're under pressure because you know aib with all the um, with bollywood formerly behind them and you know a very strong pr team i mean just when public opinion had started to shift in their favor you know i personally thought that the humor in the roast was really bad it, it was it was crass humor i loved it i thought it was crass but it was funny no wonder you liked it but but yeah but but i think i think just by being crass it isn't always funny it's like you cover up people with clothes and then get excited with tits i mean it's a no bodies are normal and and a normal thing to see so i think this is like you make bad invent bad words put a, a exciting connotation to it and so when the people use it you get that excitement and a laugh it really I has no it, it wasn't i think i think not all of it was funny yeah not and not all of i didn't see it not not all of anything was funny but i i do think they had some fantastic punchlines but sorry you were saying no i think yeah. i just think i just uh, you know going on ranjan's point i think i think i i've just lost some respect for them because they should have i think stood by you know challenging status quo you have to stand by you know you can't chicken out and say that if i you know yeah the easy you can't take the easy way out you know just what they did you know uh, you know they said sorry which is totally unnecessary you know because if you're standing by your right to offend you stand by your right to offend you know as comedians you have the right to offend and that is freedom of speech so by saying sorry i think they've undone all all but bollywood has never stood up for yeah, any sort of never bollywood stand up for shit bollywood we've seen in any situation <coughs> they always snivel out of it everything they don't stand for their own they let the person drown yeah. i've seen this happen over and over again they are not uh gutsy i'm sorry mm. they just i don't think bollywood's done better right? i think the other reason they've taken it down hopefully we'll do a story on this you know dig a little deeper i mean knowing khamba and the rest i know these guys aren't someone i'm surprised that they took it down but anyway we can do a story on it what do you think i think i the apology i mean i don't know i don't know if there's like serious legal pressure or ramifications or what have happened but again this is the same thing like penguin just refused to fight that case for longer they should fight it i mean people they have also, to get I mean, together and fight it i think of all the stand up comics they would have the resources to fight a case or to you know why was the revenue model <laughs> I mean, yeah, no why are we assuming they have the resources to fight it i'm just i mean i'm not saying they do or don't but what are we basing this on they have the resources because Well, I mean, when you have the backing of, honestly, I'm not saying. Uh, where, 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 where I they don't have the backing. Bollywood has been using them for their interviews to publicize their own movies. 
they've just used I them. agree Bollywood that's no not. one man that, that's yeah. a like dog eat dog world dude. they I don't give a shit about freedom of speech they touch uh, everyone's feet and yeah. uncle and sir and yeah. this and that and stab behind the back yeah. I don't buy that I, mean, I think they have yeah, friends sure. in higher I mean, places I think they, if, if yeah. they take it to court I think they can I think whatever it is they should have stood up for it and I'm sure they have that kind of it doesn't matter they should have see in America two things happen simultaneously and they should in India too there are all kinds of violent speech and vulgar what they call vulgar obscene I don't call that whatever bad language at the same time, there are there are organizations who fight them, that they will file cases that you know kill this DV, this CD, this rapper has done this. So there are these. So let them let other organizations fight for it. But these two fights should this this fighting should go on. It shouldn't one shouldn't just back down. But then again, maybe they're not here to fight a fight. Maybe they just want to go around doing their job, and they've realized that this is really big, and they've just okay, let it go. But I think our comedy, and we don't want to get into. Yeah, maybe they're not holding. Sorry, that's a choice you can make. Sorry, Ranjan, you were saying before I come in. Um, I mean, I've seen them generally. What I've seen uh, AIB do is they're trying to make inroads into Bollywood. So I do think to a large extent they're trying not to make enemies in the industry. Even if you look at the original upload that happened. They cut out plenty of jokes. They cut out jokes um, about Chetan Bhagat, about, I mean, though that was more because the jokes weren't funny. They cut out jokes about Salman Khan's sister, apparently. Um, so you can see that they're already trying to tow a very, you safe know, line. safe line. But if you're not willing to make enemies, then you're in the wrong business. Yeah, I, though, although I do say, I don't uh, agree with, although I will not be in a hurry to condemn them, probably because I like those guys and I, I know them, so I would probably be biased, I agree. But I don't think that a, a position that I'm not here to pick a fight as a defense. It's like once long ago, Shah Rukh Khan had said in an interview that I'm not in the profession of promoting good values. I'm in the profession of entertainment. entertainment. Mm. That's bullshit. We are all in our professions, but in our professions, your value system determines where you go and what respect you get. Like I can make a lot of money by selling out and then that is my value system. I will get respect because I can buy it or I will stand up for something and I will get respect for that reason. So it is a cause and effect thing. So I don't buy that we are not everyone's here to pick a fight. No, whether you're a child accountant, you're a lawyer, or a doctor, a journalist, you you always have to be ready for a fight. That's. But on, on that note, uh, <coughs> Barkha had a very interesting show on this entire mm. uh, discussion. Although I I I do think this discussion increasingly goes down the road of, um, but that was in poor taste. This the this the debate is not about taste. It's about freedom of speech. And I haven't seen a single discussion that really explores the freedom of speech aspect. Everything goes into this taste, that taste, sexism, even if it's sexist. Like, you know, there was this thing, yeah, but some of the jokes are sexist. Yes, they were so. And in keeping with that, I think it's outrageous that Praveen Togadia is not being allowed to enter Bangalore to make a speech. He has to be allowed to enter. You cannot do this. Not that I like Togadia. No, I mean, completely agree with that. Freedom of speech is supposed to be an absolute. Um, at the end of the day, as the High Court said, if it, uh, the Supreme Court said, if it offends you, don't watch it. Like, for example, a hate speech is not something I need to be listening to. Therefore, I will avoid it. It will not upset me. But at the same time, someone, I mean, to curtail his freedom of speech is, in my opinion, wrong. How many of us should stand up for support Praveen Tugadi's entry into Bangalore? I totally do. Let's spend. <laughs> <laughs> I stand with Togadia. No I stand, hashtag I stand with Togadia. How many hours are going to do that? No one takes him seriously anyway, so there's no harm done anyway if you let him speak or whatever. Hmm. <clears throat> what are the other great stories? No, and actually, Charlie, Charlie Hebdo brought up this issue because after the initial outrage 
of these journalists being killed, there was also the element where there was a very strong in, uh, view in Europe and in America that Charlie Hebdo was anti-Islamic. And, and they were goading them and, and uh, baiting them to do this. And, and a year before, they'd been warned, and you know they had already violence in their office. So there, it's a gray area where um, I'm not saying that you uh, pander to people's uh, sensitivities and say, oh, they'll be hurt, so don't do it. I don't believe in that. I think you've got to do what you believe is right. And I think people have to just stop being sensitive if they don't. It's like, actually, the first time in my life, I actually agreed with Karan Johar when he said that if it's not your cup of tea, don't sip it. Mm. So fine, leave it. But, uh, you know, everything is not quite as innocent as it looks. You know, it's not just free for all free speech. Mm. I think it has to be analyzed. It has to be examined. The other story, I, I was the big story in Indian Express today was the it black money, yeah, the list of... Um, uh, the account holders, account not necessarily holders. black money yeah, holders. Sorry. You see, it's misleading. That's my point. It's misleading because it says HSBC Indian list just doubled. 1,195 names balance 25,420 crores. It, and when you look at the page where they have all the pictures and the list of 100 names and everything, it presumes that all these guys have illegal accounts. No, but that they make it clear. Yeah. They make it clear in small print. But who is my, what is the point of the story? That it's what is the point of the story? No, no, no. What is the point of the story? It's like saying, I, I want uh, I, 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 I want to find Alfonso mangoes and somebody gives you a box of mangoes and says, these are all the mangoes that we have, spot your Alfonso mangoes. Like, what is the point of the story? As in, these are accounts, I mean, they very clearly state that they don't know whether they're illegal accounts or not. If, if they don't know they're illegal accounts, what is the point of the story? It's not illegal. I agree with you. I agree with you. They should have just. They should have left out the guys who are NRIs. They should have left out the guys who have international companies because that you can, you know, you're legally allowed to remit. Even a person without a company, you're legally allowed to remit five hundred thousand uh, dollars a year outside. So you can be saving it in a foreign bank. But I think what we are after taxes. In, if you take that sliver, yes, and I think we should wind up in another five minutes so everyone can give what their stories are. But uh, I think in this particular place, what we need to understand is a sliver of a larger story. There's a group of journalists, this HSBC, HSBC whistleblower is a whistleblower because he had blown the whistle and HSBC has been fined for uh, helping their clients to evade tax and to get dirty money. So that is the bigger story. That has nothing to do with India, non-India. That's the whistleblower story. He's safe in France right now, right? Supporters, exactly. Now, this is a part of that database. Now, you know, because it's a, it's so we don't know whether it's black, white, yes, no. But do you but think this that, is come from that it's story? Right. It's not a story by itself. Do you think it's right that if somebody has legally uh, deposited money in a foreign bank, mm. which is legal, paid for in taxes and remitted legally, mm. do you think it's right to invade their privacy into printing how much money they have? Well, think of you, all the relatives will yeah. be calling and them. It's all up. a public perception. Newspaper publishes a news item against you. It, it hurts you. I'm no fan of Mukesh Ambani, but I mean, look at social media. They're all going after him. But then the story proves nothing. You know? No, I, no, I don't think no, the story was out to prove anything. It, it was, was just it gives putting the, in no, print. Sorry, it's been it gives the aura about for so long. This no, no, no. It a gives good the piece aura. of reportage. It tells you this is what the story. And this is what we've been talking about, the list, who's on the list. That's how you yeah, play the list. Is how you play a story. List, list is so they haven't played, I think they've played it of up course very responsibly. They but down. they've done it very responsibly. I don't they think have so. Explained it gives the impression that these people have stashed away. It's not undeclared. It's not no, undeclared. The sum of it is undeclared. No. I think 
some of it is but then we I, should have separated the two i agree with manisha to me it was clear who cuz they got a bite from everybody that have you cuz some of the guys are saying i don't have such an account and some people are saying yes i do and it's paid for so i think that much is clear mm-hmm. the only thing is what uh, arunav what you said that you know they've played it like it's that what about the loss of face or whatever that happened i think that is a that's not a black and white area it is when you are doing something in public interest there could be something that turns out the other way <clears throat> that's a journalistic call it's a judgment call and it's always subjective the guy sitting there is taken is this in the larger public interest or just like the guy who the whistleblower snowden when he you know released all those emails somewhere in public interest someone not in public interest like you know what x uh, person thinks about y at the personal level but that is uh, i mean but you I cannot it, it but there is no the way to indian narrative forward in any way i don't think it carries the indian black man narrative forward in any way i think we'll have to look at the story in detail for that no but i think I that think you know the color you create the problem is that in indian journalism whenever somebody's name is put up with an accusation there is no question of that guy being innocent I mean, supposing somebody, a, a legitimate company, gets a legitimate investment from a foreign company, and it is just printed that you know this company has taken money, fa- say, from a Russian company or an American, and a legitimate investment immediately puts the color that you know this is bad money. I think this is the problem with this story that it just puts all these names with the impression that it's illegal money and not paid the taxes have not been paid for because hsbc has been involved in other scams this is about undeclared wealth but more than whether it being black money or tax evasion or whatever and that's important with, no, that's they, a very important discourse but they've done it with they've done because it businessmen aren't just i mean but they they put people who have declared their wealth Yeah, that but they mixed up the names <coughs> no but they've, no, they've no, no. in the niche bhav likha hua hai na ki, ki, kisne bola ki declared hai i'm saying it's not fair but it's not fair in the same way that it's not fair that i'm born in a slum where i don't have enough to eat that's not fair either no, but no, it's no one's fault no that is uh, no i think no it is, that is how this is that's that you're that talking is, about destiny and fate this is not destiny and fate this is businessmen who have some who've done legitimate business abroad sure. and who paid their taxes and they put in with a list of names with people who have illegitimate black money funneled out from india and deposited in swiss bank accounts but that is not i'm what saying it says. they should have i think they should have sifted out those and put in only those names which were unaccounted for uh money which but was illegal but but how, but how are the newspaper only the it uh, department can have that access yeah. how can a newspaper do that due diligence is not possible no they got a list of all these people that is from the, the whistle point is that the list is out nobody that, has that is so, so, get, so that means that supposing you go to uh say punjab national bank hmm. and you get the list of all the people uh, all their accounts hmm. and put it in a paper Is that a story? Yes, if that Punjab National Bank was a part of a bigger story where a particular whistleblower mm-hmm. had been proved right that there was drug money involved, there was yeah, but drug, if so all the names of, that they publish, so they have nothing part. to do with the drug so, money. So they, no, no, not, I'm not. That's not the only drug money. What you're saying is, would you do that? What I'm saying is not the same thing. This guy is a whistleblower, a knowledge whistleblower who blew the whistle on HSBC's bad banking practices. This is a part of that story, and it is not going to have hundred percent hatred that everyone named is guilty. just like if someone's loss of face i i really really think that the rich need to be a little less sensitive if you lose face deal with it it no, is no i'm not concerned is, about the loss of face that's the least of my concerns i think i'm talking about it in terms of correct journalistic practice that if somebody if you're going to put somebody's name there along with people who have 
not pay their there taxes no and funnel their money uh, around. Like if you look at... But there's no way they can check. Nah? They've just got the reactions from those people. They don't have the wherewithal to check if it's declared or not. They don't have access to all these people's returns. So they can only go by their word against the IT department's word. I don't think it's kind of the best way to do a story. I, I think the way Guardian played it, the Guardian, the good Guardian spec of the story, uh, Guardian story spec was that HSBC has had been not following standard banking practice, like, which was a better way to go about the story. I think they do know? that too. They but, have a but, profile but on HSBC. But put it in context, yeah. HSBC, Vocation Bani, Black Money. You know, come on, you know, and you play it up on Twitter the previous night. Yeah. I tell you something. That man is so you know? rich, he doesn't need black money. I mean, you know, yeah, that I mean, you can't hold again. Why won't they tweet out stuff? Everybody's on Twitter promoting their stuff. Of course, you do. So been, been, obviously, I mean, I think they've been, they've they've been very responsible to be, compared to any other. I mean, I don't see any other paper playing the story up better than Indian Express would have. I think everybody else would have been sensational. I don't think they were sensational at all. No, but I think they were very, very correct. No, uh, they explained you, it very well. Uh, yeah, I just I, don't think it adds much value to the Indian black money narrative. Okay, let's no, move on from this story. Everyone's put their views on this story. Uh, Raja, you want to do a parting shot before we do a, move on to one more story? No, no, it's absolutely <laughs> fine. I think we've covered this from every possible angle and then some. Um, okay, basically what I feel about the Indian Express break is, um, while I don't think it's irresponsible journalism, I think at the end of the day, a lot of it comes down to, um, uh, to the reader. So, for example, if it's someone who's just going to skim through the paper, what are they going to take away from it? They're going to take away from it that all these people are probably guilty of stashing black money. Mm. Um, do I think the paper was wrong in putting out all these names? No. I think at the end of the day, it's down to the reader to sensibly digest their news rather than just skim through it. Because that's where a lot of the misunderstandings, or a lot of the uh, misconceptions are going to take place. Uh, and you know, I don't think they see it as loss of face. I think for a lot of these people, it's a badge of honor. <laughs> that is the saddest part about the culture of our country. And what are the other big story that happened last week? Overexposure, underexposure. I thought. Um, I think uh, the rapes, I, the epidemic of rapes, mm. is unbelievable. I, it's just gotten so violent and so bad. Mm. Uh, there has to be something has to be done. In, in a socio-cultural way. It's not enough. It's not enough. Speaking of, because the Delhi election, that rape got absolutely no coverage. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I do think there was the Delhi and election. And it just so happened during the Delhi election, as I recall, there were about four rapes. Two minors, mm. one in Karnataka, one in Bangalore, and one in Rotak, one in Haryana. All four rapes in the last week. <coughs> and uh, mm. gang rapes. is just. And I think one of the best stories is this... Uh, What's her name? Krishnan? Yeah. Uh, Hyderabad based. Oh. Yeah. Who so uploaded, that, uploaded those pictures. Yeah. The, 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 I, the I, video. I think that's the bravest thing she's done and I hope that they get caught. Mm-hmm. Just two. And two. I'm not liberal about them. I think they should go to the uh, and, and gallows. Just, and just to put the similar context in the rape case, I'm just saying that in the larger public interest, let's say those six, seven pictures went out and whoever had uploaded that for the sake of, you know, just, just imagine, whoever had uploaded that video, had edited it, and one of those faces is not a rapist. He's just been edited into it. Say. Possible. Possible. But he's had loss of face, right? Um, Just hear me out. But if that is the case, 
in the larger public interest, I think it's okay. That's what I'm saying. The same way this. No, for example, no. I, I no, if the guy, if the guy was who didn't do it was there, he would have come out and said it wasn't me. I, I, I suppose you know that another video that went viral over last week. Uh, the video about uh, the video about uh, of this uh, girl uh, uh, taking on this uh, businessman from Orissa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. On the plane. I, I think that was irresponsible journalism. I'm sorry. I mean, I, it wasn't journalism. It's a citizen. But everybody, 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 what happened i mean maybe maybe she was right yeah but then yes there was i mean you you had to obviously you know taken a taken the other side of the story too otherwise i, I, I don't, don't know think he, was, he looked so i mean he's hiding his face and talking if he wasn't guilty he wouldn't that's you know, right. as, a journalist, right. as a journalist if exactly what's what's what, 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 what's the punjabi mein kehta hai na what works for goose did, i saw an interview with him yeah, yeah, he, he said that he's, he then he said he didn't do anything but yeah. then yeah but then so yeah but when they put it up but when they put it up they only that was much later but when they only when they first put it up they only put it up on the base of that clip so what i'm saying is ki it has to be consistent if one has very strict rules which is what i'm saying this is all a judgment call game if you yeah. have really strict rules then even that shouldn't have gone up then even that viral video of or whatever that whatsapp video of the rapist shouldn't go up if we are going strictly by the rules so you But know i think like I said, the, a, a lot of the call. channels carried his interview when they found him later much later much later the, same day, day no 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 on, on that day went on later. that was being played on all over was just that in fact they didn't even have that viral girl. content websites uh, carried it uh, scope yeah, bus feed yeah. and you know the amount of traction no, they had no on ndtv also the yeah, yeah, yeah. ndtv everyone so yeah i i don't think that was great journalism maybe yes yeah but uh, maybe that's a, that's a thought actually you know i mean somebody can make a wild accusation or have a genuine misunderstanding on what what a guy's done i'm not saying that he was innocent because i don't think he was but i think as uh, on a journalistic call i would say yes wait for the other side wait for him that's a fair point okay i think aaj ki to kafi baat cheet ho gayi hai on the nl hafta we can chat next week And last line for everyone yes ha uh, favorites batao what happened this week or favorite and least favorite um favorite for me was um, a new documentary on stand up comedy in india called i am offended uh done by being indian um really good very interesting tells you <laughs> tells thanks you for promoting other people's stuff <laughs> great yeah we're honest and unbiased so <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not unbiased we're fair we're transparent fair. no one's unbiased except god Um so so that's a good thing definitely give it a He's watch if you get the chance. <laughs> Manisha I think the Indian Express story for sure. Like I think the way it's going. Very very good story. Abhi jab favorite pucha kuch nahi bol raha tha us kisi aur ne bola no way. You are very negative. You know you are you, you have, have a negative you have a negative toxic mindset. It's very negative. Arun you are very negative. I think I don't know. I think one simple thing of the whatever. He's a connoisseur. Everybody knew about No, but this you're also assuming that everybody knows ki ha ye ho raha hai. A lot of regular people don't know this is putting in. No, I would say I would know what was going on. I would know this is connoisseur negative. This is the list as a journalist if I got a list I would be thrilled there. I would put it out. उटरस्टैंडीलिंग I think they have a fabulous editor who's done a great job. Yeah, yeah, I agree that they have a fabulous editor but I still feel that um it well we've said it so it doesn't matter. Let's move on to the next thing. 
Um, my least favorite thing on all the channels was absolutely fed up of listening to these three parties fight with each other, abuse with each other. They have to change the programming. Enough, enough, enough. Enough abuse, enough blame game, enough of all this rubbish. Let's get some stories out there. Let, India's full of stories. Why can't we see more stories? Yeah, and no more Arvind Kedriwal doing yoga. I, I think that was yeah, the most ridiculous. That was, that was very scary. He was doing Kapal Bharti. He was so worried. You guys, are now, just, you guys are all money agents. No, but that's now I know what Ramdev brought in oh, India. Oh, that's a very interesting point. CNN, IBN broke down and covered and covered Arvind Kejriwal. Finally, I don't Finally, know. I mean, I've seen their coverage, although I... I mean, and they're and they're and, they're, and uh, this for clothesline, they're uh, uh, they were the only Close channel who yeah, had the BJP is, I think, not part the poll. Hmm. Yeah, they had BJP. Yeah. I think IBN's yeah. coverage is they don't even pretend to be fair. But oh, can I tell you my favorite moment on Film Fair, hmm. the Film Fair yes. Awards? So my favorite moment, my favorite moment was in the Film Fair Awards when Ranbir Kapoor went up to Rekha Ji and offered her a Golgappa, and Golgappa, uh, <laughs> Golgappa said, and Rekha said that I can't eat because I'm fasting and so is Tabu. So he said, what are you fasting for? So she says, both of us are fasting for the same thing. And both of them gave each other a high, high five. five. Katak. Now you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I had a favorite story. Uh, I mean, I had a lot of favorite this thing, but I just find that uh, on NDTV especially, the choice of panel, like on Arnab's the choice of panel doesn't matter because you can't hit anyone. But on uh, NDTV, especially Nidhi's panels are just, you know, on RTI, they're discussing RTI, they have Suhail Seth, or they'll have, some other seats, they'll have Shobhadi. Like, I really don't understand how NDTV selects their panel. I mean, partying with Where someone... Where is available in, in you I mean, know? I, I mean, I, I, so I think really, it's just, you're just put off. If you talk about a serious issue, talk about... Yeah, Barkha has good guess. I think Barkha is the only one who selects a panel well. The rest of NDTV, I think, is, the pans are just a bloody PR job. It's no, it's just oh, these uh, are recycled, same people, whereas Barkha chooses according to the subject. Yeah, I guess. No, but on that, on that and one, what only gets Thapar's panels? Because he gets highly qualified, highly informed, but he gets the most boring possible panelists. Hmm. Mm. Tedious. Um, so, I mean, there has to be some sort of balance between, you know, watchable Ooh. and informed. I forgot the most favorite story last Sunday. This yesterday, uh, Karan Thapar's plea of love and dejectedness to uh, Arvind Kejriwal and uh, Kiran that what have I done wrong that you won't give me an interview? You're giving everybody else an interview except me. Why? That was the best. And Arvind would have said, Do And Kiran would have said, I told you to come. Very negative. It's negative. Kiran would have said, I told you to come. You didn't come. I need voice rest. Voice rest. Okay. All right. Thank you all for listening. That was another News Laundry podcast. Every week we'll do one hafta on whatever's happening that week. Thank you. I believe this Karan Thapar, he actually wrote a Rondu email, uh, Rondu, uh, a full uh, op- uh, article on this. Okay, I don't know why, I don't know what I did to offend them. Catch all new episodes of NL Hafta on newslaundry.com and follow us on Twitter and Facebook.